The Holistic Jam podcast with Anita Denise is for you if you are open-minded and wanting to deepen your awareness of all things spiritual. Anita delivers enlightening insights in bite-sized episodes. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Jam podcast, episode 14, N for Numerology. And today we have Joe Soli as my guest speaking to you about using the numbers of numerology in your life. Joe is a business coach and a founder of Bizology, using the powers of numerology to elevate your business success. People do business with you if they like you, know you and trust you. Numerology helps you like to know and trust yourself, helping you to understand who you really are as a business owner. Numerology has changed Jo's life and business to such a degree that her success is now related to connecting her clients to the energies of their numbers. By understanding your life path number, the personal year you are in, and the meaning and expression of your name, numerology can help empower you to do the right thing at the right time in your business journey and also your life. In this podcast, Joe will connect you today to the energies of the numbers by showing you how the energies of the numbers affect us on a daily basis. Share what numerology is and isn't, and will show you how to calculate your own life path number, what it means and how to harness this energy in your business. Did you know that animals also have a life path number? In this episode, Joe will show you how to use and work out this number and how to use it for your animals and for yourself. So welcome today to the lovely guest, Joe Soli. Hi, Joe. Welcome. Hi, Anita. Thanks for the wonderful introduction. How are you? I'm good, thanks today. And how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. And I'm so delighted to have you here today to talk about your your special gift with your numerology, how you've helped me in my life to use numerology as well and to have a slightly better understanding of my life path number. Because when I first met Joe, I've always had a fascination with numbers, but didn't really understand how it works and how it can have such a big impact on our lives. So today, Joe, would you like to explain to us, to our listeners, what numerology actually is? Thank you, Anita. So numerology is an ancient esoteric science. Astrology looks to the stars. Numerology looks to numbers. Nothing happens in life without numbers, right? Numbers are deep. They're cosmic. They're inherent. They're intrinsic. They're fundamental of form. So like astrology looks to the stars, with numerology, Numbers speak and their language is numerology. So it's an ancient esoteric science that was used by the Greeks, the Egyptians. Pythagoras is the godfather of numerology. Plato used numerology. Nero, it's in the Bible. It's in the Kabbalah. So it's not a new fad, right? It's as old as time. It's as old as the hills. But it's as new as the next decision you're going to make. So every number in life is compounded down to either 1 to 9, 11 or 22, sometimes 33. No number's better than any other number, but we have master numbers, which are like when you say, I keep seeing 11, 11, right? Or 22. So what we do, say if we've got 34, 3 and 4 is 7. Because we don't work with 34. We work 1 to 9, 11 and 22. 52 is another 7. 
34 is another seven. Don't know why I keep going sevens. <laughs> but everything is compounded down and every number tells a story. What I do is take the abstract of the information because every number is connected to a tarot card. Every number is connected to an element. Every number is connected to a chakra to a point. Every number is connected to a color. And I tell my clients and my community what's going on with the energy of their number. And then we translate that and look at what's going on with that number with regards to what's going on in their business. Because there's positives and negatives of numbers. There's darkness and light of numbers. There's challenges of numbers. There's characteristics of numbers. So first of all, we look at the abstract information with regards to the number. Then we translate that and and show you how to use that in your life and business. And is there a number that you would say that is the most important number that you need to understand first for for your own development, for your personal development and for your business development? Yes. So 75% of what's going on with numerology is your life path number. You can't change your date of birth, right? You can change your name. And when you change your name, you change your life, but you can't change your date of birth. So this is also called your destiny number. I call it your life path number. It's the path you're here to walk this lifetime. It is your destiny, what you're here to do in your life and business. So for Anita, she's working with the number six, if she chooses to, which is the nurturer, the parent. It's all about groups. It's all about team. It's all about family. It's all about dogs. It's all about animals, right? I'm working with the energy of the number one, leadership, innovation, self-employment, business, being an entrepreneur. And there's no mistakes. Anita's got six energy, which is family, hence having eight dogs. And I haven't got six anywhere. I'm working with the energy of the one, the leader. And I'm 48, never married, no kids, and I'm very independent. So there's other numbers in your chart that are easier to be. But this number is the first number out of the gate that we need to know. But it's very important that we work it out correctly because it's easy to work it out incorrectly. Yes, because when I first started to have a little investigation before I met you, Joe, I couldn't quite understand how to work out my life path number. So for sort of our listeners, is there a specific way that is the correct way to work out that life path number? So I've got a free guide and I can give you the link for you to pop in the show notes so everybody can have a little look at their own time and leisure. But I'm born on the 4th of the 4th, 1973, right? So 4 plus 4 plus 1973, use whole numbers. So don't break up 1973. 4 plus 4 plus 1973 adds up to 1981. 1 plus 9 plus 8 plus 1 is 19. But that isn't a number we use in numerology because it's not 1 to 9, 11 or 22. So 1 and 9 is 10. 1 and 0 is 1. I'm working with the energy of the number 1. Now that's very quick, the way I've done that there. Take your whole numbers, your date of birth, your month of birth, your year of birth, and then you'll get four digits, then add those up. But if it's not a 1 to a nine or 11 and 22, then add it up again and keep adding it up until you get a one, a nine or 11 or a 22. Some people say to me they're 11, but they're a two. 
Some people say to me four, but there are 22. All right. So if you've got any questions, you can reach out to me or to Anita. She'll put you in touch. But I do have a free guide and I'll give Anita the uh, link. It's a very interesting guide because I've actually read it myself. And it's interesting you talk about the number 22 because uh, recently you informed me, that, or enlightened me, I should say, that my son is a 22. And it makes total sense because when I first sort of met Joe, I didn't really understand the depth of the power that numbers can actually have in, in the, the personality of a person. And my son truly is a number 22. And there's no way he could be a number four. So as you, I would, you know, two and two things I'll put together, but he's no way he's a number four. Now, another thing that I found quite quite interesting with, with numerology and the numbers is like growing up, you hear my, my, my grandma, she was from the East End of London, and you said <laughs> funny quotes of like that six and sevens and two and eight and all and all these sort of things. So would you say like that six and sevens growing up, it was like a it didn't quite get on together, didn't wasn't is in a, like a bit of a shamble, so to speak. So does that have some philosophy behind that, Joe? Yeah, definitely, because like you're a six, okay, and your husband is also a six, all right? Now, he's born on the seventh, isn't he? Yes, that's correct, yeah. And we have people in our community who are six life paths, but they might be born on the seventh or the 16th, which is seven, or the 25th, which is seven. And I work actually with quite a few people who might be a seven life paths but they're born on the sixth or there are six but they're born on the seventh now you're not the number next to you so six is about family and connection and love and tribe and community and seven is about thinking and seeking and learning and asking so when we say at sixes and sevens you can feel at odds within yourself because part of your personality wants that family energy and then part of your personality wants to be a bit different needs space needs time out will procrastinate a bit will need to think things through won't be you can't rush a seven the queen's a seven you can't rush her look when diana died it's like where were you so that's what we mean by at sixes and sevens i've actually got a podcast on that and a blog on that because that you know you're not the number next to you and then um she's a right two and eight is stay. I I quoted that recently, didn't we? We spoke about that in content. And two is all about togetherness and intuitive and feminine and sensitivity. And then eight is standards. Look at eight, infinity, the sign, abundance, money, high standards, professional. So again, it's different energies. It's at odds. Because also I'm aware of a life path number, the, 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 our destiny, so to speak. But also then we're going through that process of each year in a different number, aren't we? So I now know I'm in, I'm in a number four year. So how is that plays out, say, in our everyday life, our personal life, and also in, in, so it's a personal life first, and then we're going to the business life, how that would pan out in both areas of your life. So obviously you've got your personal life there with your number and then your business aspect. So we, so we work in nine-year cycles and there's better years and easier years to do things. And these start on your birthday and they end on your birthday. Now, Anita's a life path six, so she would have been born into a six year. I'm a one, I would have been born into a one year. All right. Now, nature sheds blooms hibernate she doesn't stress out she knows what's to do she just gets on with it you imagine if there was trees blooming and 
for fauna and flora and fruit growing all the time, we'd walk outside and trip all over it. We need the ebb, we need the flow, we need the growth, we need the consolidation. But we have become very, very, very impatient. We want convenience. We want everything yesterday. And the day you plant the seed isn't the day you eat the fruit, right? So we need the ebb. We need the flow. We need to grow. We need to consolidate. So we are both currently, Anita's a month before me, her birthday, literally a month, a whole month before me. We are both in a four year, which is good because we do a lot together. So we're in sync with our years, right? And in a four year, nothing happens quickly. The universe shines a light on anything that's weak in structure. I've recently bought a house, which is bricks and mortar, which is very full. You're doing a project, which has taken us a bit of time to do because it's personal year four. It's like we're in Mercury retrograde for a year. But because we know that, then we're not falling at the feet of it. We're calmly going, all right, we know it's going to take time because four is about structure, control, routine and system. In life, I'm born on fourth of the fourth. You know what I'm like, dog with a bunny. <laughs> And we've got four fingers, four seasons, four elements, four directions, four parts of our brain, four chambers of our heart, four in life, four gospels, four major archangels, four wheels on this chair, four walls to this house, four keeps us a real balance and structured. Yeah. So we need that. So in a four year, it is about getting those ducks in a row. It's about that structure. It's about automating parts of your business in life. Going through everything with a fine tooth comb, looking at your pension, looking at your ices, looking at your money, looking at your debt, decluttering a bit. And anything that is weak in structure, like a friendship, like your health, like your diet, like your money will need fixing, basically. Well, I've, I've found that saying this, this, I never really paid much attention to the, to the year the year I was in, actually in until more recently. Year three was working really well. Just everything was flowing really smoothly, really. I wasn't talking about a lot of effort, but it just seemed to just flow freely. Whereas in the year four, it's almost like, wow, it slowed me down, maybe sort of take stock of my life, business life. Um, and I'm going forward with that, really. Is there areas, say, we talk about what, what numerology is, but what would you say numerology is not? Is there an aspect of that where you would not be looking at numerology for your for your business or for your life? Yes. Yeah, so what we don't want to do is go down rabbit holes with numerology. It's very easy to do that, right? People can worship numbers, and you see this a lot with eleven, eleven. I'm an eleven. I keep seeing eleven, eleven, or maybe like angel numbers or repetitive numbers. I keep everything quite grounded. That was the way I was taught. That's the way I find you get the most results. Repetition is the key to learning, right? So. What I would say is we don't want to worship certain numbers. We don't want to fall at the feet of certain numbers. 11.11 is a thing. We were talking at Mm. 11.11 before we started this podcast. And to me, it's like a robin or a feather or a penny or a message that you're on track. The same with 22. 22 is the architect of change, like we said about your son. He's here to see more, be more and do more. So when you see that, it's a sign from the universe to step it up. I get tagged into all sorts of things. I had a dream and I've seen, you know, 1.2 to the power of three. What does it mean? Well, it meant you've had a dream. You've seen 1.2 to the power of three, right? So we want to use the numbers in a grounded way. We don't want to do kind of predictions, but like you've said, using the energy of the years, we can see what's coming up. Forget a business plan. It's like a treasure map. So you were in a three-year 
I was in a three year during the pandemic, most explosive lockdown, right? It was lockdown, 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 and we were in our three year, but we were still talking. We were still on podcasts. We were still sharing our wisdom. We were showing up. We were having a fine time, even though it was a global pandemic and couldn't go outside. And because look at the three, two horseshoes on top of each other, three's lucky. Something always turns up for a three energy. So now we're in a four, you're not the number next to you. The universe is asking us to get a little bit of structure into our lives. So then next year, when we go into our five year, we can do all things, change, freedom, movement, growth, expansion and opportunity. It's true because I actually read your book all back. 18 months ago, two years back. And I've not sort of, I've not necessarily got anything structured for next year, for my year five, but I'm also looking forward to my year five number. So rather I'm not going to have it specific in place, I know there's things in my mind I want to, I foresee, want to do, want to take forward. By the same token, it's not literally pen on paper, so to speak, but I'm looking forward to it because I almost feel like I've got that ability, that energy coming behind me to be able to manifest going forward into that year five. It feels like a much more fluid growth year than it has been this. Yeah, definitely. Because the one year you take off, because one is about new things. 11 year, you hit turbulence. There isn't a two year. There's It's 11 year. 11 is intense. 11 years intense. Amazing spiritual year, but it's intense. I used to feel like I've been hit by a bus. And I think that's when we met that year. Yeah. And then in a four year, uh, sorry, three year, there's no, if there's any drama, it's not yours, right? Four year ducks in a row, five year opportunity, six year family, seven year look after you, eight year money, success, wealth, providing you've seeded in the last seven years in your business. And we have, or we would have done. And then a nine year, we've got to let go of everything. Yeah. And start again. So it's very, so it, it plays out not just in business, but in life, because we need to have a year to look after ourselves. We need to have a year to get our shiz together. We need to have a year to have fun. We need to have a year to travel. We need to have a year to make money, right? That's right. So it doesn't mean that you can't do the other things on the other years, but sometimes the tide is in and sometimes the tide is out. So there's better years and easy years to do things. And if you're trying to push a car up a hill it won't work no it just takes you twice as twice as long as and lots of wasted energy basically so as you say wait for the tide to be in for you to take on a new project which i've i think when i first met you joan i wouldn't have really took it so seriously as i do now because i've realized that actually the energy behind those numbers have really helped it flow and and, and to keep it moving to keep to keep things moving as they should be as well. Now, an interesting thought just come to me here. So, and, and, and from business as well, point of view, are there numbers that work better with each other, life problems that work better with each other than some? Yeah, so I say odds work well with odds and evens work well with evens because twos, fours, six, eights, they're quite emotional numbers. So they're more, not that the person is emotional. I'm very emotional because I've got different numbers elsewhere. But those numbers are more people numbers and more connected numbers. And then other numbers, one, three, five, seven, nine, is more of the mind. All right. So that's top line. But then going deeper, a one and a nine gets on really well because one can't really see much further than that. 
but then nine can see the bigger picture, but they're not that great at the detail. So like a lot of my exes have been nines. My best friend since I was two is a nine. So then you can see it playing out. Three nines, no judgment. They need people. They need connection. They need animals. So they tend to get on quite well as well. They understand each other, but you're not the number next to you. So you would struggle a little bit more, say I would with a two because two is about connection and fluidity and balance and harmony whereas my numbers is jumping over a mountain and looking behind me right but if you know that then you can give these people a bit of a break my mum's a two because I know that I can and I've got a lot of clients who are twos but I can bring that into my awareness when I work with them yeah, a bit like astrology in a way when you say like a Piscean with a Sagittarius and, and different star signs that we work with as well. But I actually yeah. found with the numerology for me is more powerful actually than astrology for me working with, with connections with people in my life. So my mentor says there's less reference points with numerology than there is astrology. And then the more confusion, the more delusion, right? So it can be really confusing with all the houses and all the planets it's very powerful, but there's a lot at play. Whereas numerology, with just a few key numbers, you can cut through years of therapy. Yeah. And also what I found absolutely fascinating, I didn't realise until you, you enlightened me recently, but animals have a life path number as well. So obviously, if you know your animal's birthday, which is fantastic, but for some people who've maybe got a rescue animal would not know their life path number. Would you work with name as well for some animals? Yes, yeah, so that's a really good question, Anita. So like we have a life path number, our animal has a life path number as well. Again, this is 75% of what's going on. So I'll remind you how to work it out and I'll give you a little idea about your animal and what it would be. But if it's a rescue dog and or you don't know the date that your animal was born on, because you might not always know, even if it's not a rescue dog, then you look at your name because words are spells or not your name, the dog's name <laughs> and your name because words are spells and that's why we call it spelling. So Joanna Elizabeth Soli vibrates at a three energy is the communicator. So print, I'm quite good on my podcast. I'm good on a masterclass. I'm good on stage. People would say I've got a book in me. My brand is very three, but I'm not very three right? But I look like I'm a three. So people treat you like that and you behave like that. So the name of the dog, say, let's take, what's one of your dog's names? Um, Billy. Billy. B-I-L-L-Y. So I'm just going to work out Billy. Obviously, we could do Paniotis as well, but we just do Billy for now. It's a five. So Billy is seen as the adventurer. If he doesn't like something, he won't like it. He will need extra stimulation. Maybe you'll need a fence and he'll be quite noisy. So that is how he's seen. But then do you know his actual date of birth? Yes, his date of birth is the 7th of the 3rd. I've got the year. He will be 8 this year, next year. Sorry, 7 now. So we are in 2014? Yes. So 7th of the 3rd, 2014. So he's an 8. So very high standards, quality, no messing about, quite bossy, can be domineering. His, his, uh, this is fun. 
his bark will be worse than his bite. You're a bit Billy as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit frightened of dogs, only because I was bitten on the knee by a Doberman in my auntie's hotel years ago. So he is quite like a strong character. But then when you get to know him, he's definitely a Pisces underneath, isn't he? But he looks like a five energy. And then you've got the B for Billy, which is the second. So he can be quite sensitive if he wants to be. But so it's interesting, isn't it? That's, yeah, because actually he's actually very sensitive as well. He's as a big boy, but he's actually a very sensitive as animal as well, actually. So, yeah. And he's born on the 7th, which is that more introspective energy. Fascinating. So sort of again with the animals, like life path numbers, one to do they represent each number represents something different for their personalities? They might Yeah. So say like we've done with Billy, the seventh of the third, twenty fourteen. If it was to vibrate at a one energy, one is the leader. So it would be independent, it would have its own energy it'd be quite unique it would it would be quite protective of you it could be a little bit impulsive but yeah it would be quite an innovative animal if you can say that if it was a life path to the sensitive then it would love companionship it would love togetherness it would love to be connected to you it wouldn't like to be left alone it would be very sensitive and very intuitive to its environment if it was a three, the communicator, it would be quite noisy, it would be quite social, quite mischievous, it would be fun, it would enjoy being with other dogs, and it would keep you entertained. If it was a life path five, four, the builder, it would be a stickler for a routine. It would be all about the routine. It would love structure, control, routine and systems. It would be loyal, but it would be a dog with a bone. <laughs> if it was a life path five, the adventurer, it would love exploring. It would love extra stimulation. It would love adventure. So like how Billy is seen from his name. So get a fence. Well, I've got a big one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you got three or four. Um, and then life path six is the nurturer. So this is a family dog. It would be the heart of the home. They'd really love to get on, maybe have two or three dogs. Yeah, they'd really love to do that. It will love to be included. It will need TLC. It would be a loving animal. A life past seven, the seeker, it will need space. It will be unique. It will be different. It would be a very kind of mystical animal, actually. And it would be fine on its own for a few hours a day. A life path eight, it will be very, this is Billy's life path, very discerning, know what he likes, know what he doesn't like. He does. Will tell you if he doesn't want his food. He will be the boss, he but does. have expensive tastes. <laughs> and then uh, life, it's funny, isn't it? Life path nine is very loving, very old soul energy. I know this is, sounds silly, but it will want to help out around the home a bit, you know, it would be oh, bothered how other animals are, uh, very compassionate and kind. And then the 11, this is master numbers now, very intense, could be quite sensitive, but more than the two, kind of hyperactive, might be allergic to things, but will see things, right? Very, very intuitive dog, cosmically connected to source. The 22 is the architects of change, like 11 is the spiritual teacher. So this will be able to see more, be more and do more than other animals. And I think that this is where we find like guide dogs or 
dogs that work for the police or like working dogs would maybe be a four energy but that 22 animal will have the edge you know it will really have a job here to do in the world the animal soul will want it to do um something and have more experience because it's a master number and even just like listening to you speak about the numbers i'm sort of sitting here going from my own animals and and almost can see particular personalities that resonates with specific numbers so it's interesting yeah, definitely and it like if you don't know the date of birth you'll know the name but if you don't know the date of birth then what we can do is listen to that piece again and tune into your dog say your dog's called penelope and penelope is really social and fun and yappy she might be a three yeah, that's <laughs> actually really fascinating, Joe. Actually, amazing. Actually, Should we try one more of your dogs? Do you, have yeah. you got another yeah. date of birth? Let me have. Yeah, I'll try. Try Ezra, and her birthday is the eighth of the full twenty-one. So she's an eight as well. Gosh, and she's oh, born sure. on the eight. So, like Billy, again, high quality, high standards. Will want have discerning tastes, will tell you if she doesn't like something. Yeah, expensive tastes, boss energy going on there. But Wait, she's yeah. only a baby, isn't she? She's only a baby. So I would say that she would be working in this eight energy because she's got a lot of eight, but the E for Ezra is five, so she could be into everything at the moment. She's absolutely into everything. And the funny thing about her is even though she's only a, a baby, she's like seven months, seven, eight, eight months of age, she's actually beginning to find her place in the, in the pack and she wants to be quite high up in that pack and yeah because of the eight yeah she's tiny out of all the animals i've got she's tiny but she's the one she's the powerhouse at the moment and she's you can, i can see her coming up <laughs> the ranks in her energy yeah so i think i mean obviously we're just you know, talking about dogs today but obviously you can go to horses cats to go to any other yeah creature. tortoises i know anita's got tortoises cats horses budgie guards anyone you know a number for is there so Joe, if people are more interested in sort of to find their own personal life path number, you can direct well, you can give me your your show in the shots, so I can put your links and also um for the animals because I'm sure uh, listeners will be fascinated with their A for themselves, their life path number, finding out more, exploring more. And also for the animal people animal lovers to find more about the animal number life path number as well. Yeah, so, so I've got a free guide, discover your life path number, but you can use the you can use the information in there to work out your life path number and your animals as well. Fantastic. That's great, Joe. Is there anything um, you'd like to leave our listeners with today about yourself or what, words of wisdom or something they can use to empower themselves in the coming week? So what I would say with regards to numbers is that nothing happens in life without numbers. Like I said, numbers speak in their language is numerology. But what we don't want to do is go down a rabbit hole, but just start to notice the numbers that you see in your life. Work out your life path number. Think about the day you're born on. I've got a free calculator. You can work out your personal year. And then like Anita's done, she's witnessing how these energies are playing out. There's no mistakes. If you've got a number, you've got it for a reason. She's witnessing how these energies are playing out in her life and business. Yeah, and I can completely guarantee that is a fact, Joe. 
living it, witness it. When I came open mind, and uh, when I first met you, and, and fantastic work that you do, you know, so knowledgeable as well, and how you work, so gifted. Um, but I've really now seen and staying with you on track. I've seen it build, build, and create, which has been fantastic. And and I have to say, numbers for me, I've always had an interest in numbers, but never to the depth that I have done since I've met you. So. I'd like to say thank you, Joe, so much today for enlightening us and sharing your gifts, your information and all your knowledge with us, with our listeners today. And if people want to find you more at a later date, they can come over to your website, which I'll put the details in the show notes for them. So thank you, Joe, so much for today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Jam podcast. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review and do not forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You are welcome to join my Animal Communication group, Animal Communication with Anita Denise on Facebook. I would love you to follow me on social media at Anita Denise. If you would like to know more about working with me, head over to www.anitadenise.com. Until the next episode, thank you.